Hey everybody, welcome into another edition of the Pamela Michelle Show. I, of course, am your hostess, Pamela Michelle. I'd like to take this time to thank my sponsors, First Sweet Treat Lingerie. Go visit them at SweetTreatLingerie.com, on Twitter at ST underscore lingerie, and on Insta at SweetTreatLingerie. They have a whole bunch of sexy things, some really cool clothes that they just came out with that are going to make you feel confident and comfortable and sexy. Sexy is the most important thing to feel when you're in something. You want to feel good in it. Sweet Treat has that for you. I promise you will be as sweet as a treat. Also, I'd like to thank Reaper's Brew Coffee. I'm actually drinking their coffee right now. It's pretty early in the morning, but... I've got some things brewing in my head that I had to get out, and Reaper's Brew is great coffee. I am drinking the Murder Mud. It's premium, premium stuff. I can't go with the electric chair. That's double coffee and double energy, so if you're looking for something just a little stronger, go with the electric chair and order that at reapersbrew.com. If you like true crime, you like coffee, go get a mug. They have awesome awesome things that are original gift ideas collectibles that's the important part visit them on twitter at reapers brew and at reapersbrew.com get your coffee today reapers brew is a proud sponsor of the pamela michelle show and i appreciate them for you know hopping on with me so go visit my sponsors guys give them a little bit of business and i appreciate y'all for doing that Today, we're going to be talking about a couple of different things. I'm going to tell you what bad girl rule number three is, and we're going to be talking about sex on the first date. Now, I've been getting a lot of different questions about this. This is something, as I I say this all the friggin' time, that Michelle and I have explored on that dating show is it too soon to have sex on the first date? You know, you get all these dating coaches, quote unquote, dating experts that say how long you're supposed to make a guy wait. One person will tell you, you need to make a man wait 30 days. I have issues with that. Not just because I'm an extraordinarily sexual person, but to me, I just feel like that that's borderline mind game. Making somebody wait 30 days for sex, it sort of reminds me of that movie, um, Love Stinks. It's one of my favorite comedies. Bridget Wilson's in it and French Stewart. And in the movie, she meets him and she says that she has a rule that she cannot sleep with a man until they've had at least three meals together. And French Stewart ends up putting like all three meals in one date and he's just like all conditions satisfied they go and they do their thing and the movie's really funny it's them torturing each other through the whole movie but if you haven't seen it super underrated comedy it makes me laugh every time and plus jason bateman is in it i love jason bateman i love bill bellamy and Tara Banks is in it, but more importantly, Jason Bateman is in it. <laughs> and anything that Jason Bateman does, I have to at least give one viewing to. Love Stinks, go check it out. But the whole point of that was um, 
a required amount of time. Will a guy respect you just as much if you sleep with him on the first date as you will, as he will, if you wait until 30 days? I think it's ridiculous. And again, I am not just saying that because I am an extraordinarily sexual person. I am saying that because it is really about what you're feeling. I've slept with people on the first date and I've had relationships that have lasted eight months after that. And it wasn't because we broke up because, oh my God, you slept with me on the first date. I have zero respect for you. That was totally not the reason why our relationship didn't work out. I've also held back and, you know, taken my time a little bit more because I felt like, okay, maybe the last time I rushed into something that I just really didn't have my head clear or I wasn't thinking or I let my attraction lead me and I've waited I'm not going to say 30 days because I don't think I really have ever waited 30 days, to be honest with you. But I have waited a couple weeks. And the thing I noticed is no matter how much you make out, no matter how many other little things you do, eventually the guy is going to feel almost insecure himself. Like, I mean, he's going to put that sex game right out there and it's going to be strong. He's going to pay all kinds of attention to you. He's going to be like, I'm totally into you. You know, I want to do this. I feel this attraction to you. You know, let's just basically mesh together, see how our chemistry is, see if we're right. The long, I'm not saying it's a bad thing to make somebody wait or that a guy can't control himself. And there is a little bit of fun in the cat and mouse game, but eventually you play these games because you think that's the appropriate thing to do. You could actually lose the guy. I've had shorter relationships from guys I've actually made wait. And it, our relationship didn't end because it's like, okay, Pamela, now you're just messing with me. I wasn't messing with you, not even a little bit, but the point is first date or wait, my relationships that ended that way did not end because of the amount of time I decided was appropriate to sleep with somebody. I'm a huge believer in chemistry, in attraction. I've said it many times, I know if I want to sleep with somebody, the first time I either talk to them, meet them, like interaction, you when you look at somebody and you look at them in the eyes and you're just having this conversation, there's this energy, there's this unspoken attraction. You either know you want to play with that person or you don't want to play with that person. It You feel it right in your soul. You feel it in the attraction. There's so many different things that pull people towards each other. Confidence is definitely one of them. And that's something we're going to talk a little bit about is when you have this confidence and you're in the right frame of mind, you're going to attract a lot of things around you. It's like a magnet. There is nothing, nothing sexier than a woman who is confident, 
who knows her worth, who knows what she's bringing to the table and is going to be on an equal playing field and not let you disrespect her. With that said, that doesn't also mean that if you let somebody sleep with you on the first date, that you're trying to make them like you or it lowers your confidence. I'm just a firm believer and you have a date, it goes well, you know, maybe, maybe you feel it, maybe you don't. And I don't see anything wrong with just kind of going with that. Like I said, I mean, I have slept with people on first dates, you know, we've gone to baseball games, we've gone to get a couple of drinks, bowling, golf, whatever. It's like, it was just there. When you are having fun with somebody and you're laughing and you're, you know, just in your own kind of bubble, it's almost like the two of you can create this whole world that is just yours. And adding sex to that is a huge part of it. Now, some of the feedback that I have gotten when I proposed this question after I received so many emails about when is the appropriate time, there are some women who believe, all right, well, you sleep with him on the first date, you're giving him nothing else. You're giving him nothing to chase. And I actually don't agree with that either. Because if you sleep with him on the first date and you blow his fucking mind, you don't think he's gonna want that again? So <laughs> I'm sorry, but when the sex is good, they will come back every time for more and will not be able to get enough of you. It's, it's the truth. It's the God's honest bad girl Bible truth. Because when you have your sex game right, there is nothing that is gonna stop a guy from wanting that again. And just because he had you that first time doesn't mean, all right, well, I can't take her home to meet my mom. I can't take her to meet my family. I can't introduce this girl to my friends because if she's going to sleep with me this quick, how many other guys has she done this with? It shouldn't even be an issue. It just shouldn't. I struggle when I read some of these dating advice sites and look at the uh, just endless advice that is disposed to you guys and you guys just consume it and treat it as if it's actual fact it's really not i mean people are different what works for one man doesn't necessarily work for another because what's turning one guy on necessarily isn't going to turn another guy on. That's where you talk about fetishes, sexual preference. I mean, some guys are more into anal sex than actual regular sex. And some guys just want plain Jane kind of regular, I just want to get it done type sex. It so varies on the guy. Some guys are afraid to explore what their fantasies are. That's where you can talk to them about, so tell me what you've always wanted to do. When you have that open communication, that 
safe zone where you can confide in each other what your sexual fantasies are, be open and non-judgmental to hearing them. The last thing you want is a guy to open up to you and say, hey, I've always wanted to do this. And you give them that freakazoid type look. I can guarantee you one thing. Even if you think it's the craziest thing you've ever fucking heard or something you're never going to do with him, you don't want to handle it where when he tells you you're giving him, oh my God, you have three heads. You're a friggin' alien. Get out of here. Weirdo. He will never open up to you again. And that will cause problems in communication in your relationship. So when you start talking about those things, you want to make sure that you're ready. You're ready to listen to something that might be totally crazy. I mean, honestly, the most common guy fantasy is a threesome. It really is. Guys love that stuff. And most guys don't want it to be like him, his best friend, and you. They want the two-girl scenario. You know, it's just hardwired I think in them most guys I think that's the number one fantasy is a threesome and that seems to be pretty common other guys are a little more creative or a little bit more you know ready to explore things I've heard a lot of crazy crazy different things like I talked about on spilling the tea I had one dude who emailed me and told me that he thought I was beautiful and his fantasy was to, oh, to, you know, meet a stranger and just basically go to her house, not talk to her, not hear her voice or anything. And the first time he hears anything out of my mouth is me moaning as he's going down on me. Takes a lot of courage to say something like that. And as long as it's like, it's really... I never had heard anything like that before. And I'm, my response actually was, and how long have you been trying to make this happen? His response was 10 years. So I, don't get me wrong, that did not happen with me either, just because of so many other different things. There has to be a level of comfortability before anything like that can happen. But this dude had been searching for that fantasy for 10 years, and he was totally comfortable about telling me, I didn't reject him in a way where I didn't want to speak to him anymore. But at the same time, it's just like you pull back a little bit and you're like, that's kind of interesting. Okay. Never heard that before. Points for originality. But it also didn't stop me from talking to him. And as I was talking to him more, I realized that it wasn't so much the fantasy that bothered me. It, it was just him in general. I had no interest in him in general because we didn't have a lot of things in common. There has to be a level where you can relate to each other. And I've said that time and time again, where when you're meeting somebody, you're talking about common interests. And there are only so many things that are going to pull you guys together. I want my guy to have his own interests too. So that way he's not spending 24 hours of the day with me and he's not on me 24 hours of the day. 
I'm extremely independent. I like my alone time. I like doing my own thing with my friends. And there's nothing wrong with that. It is so unhealthy to make each other your soul world. It really is. And I'm not saying like when your relationship is growing, living together, having a life together, maybe eventually getting married and creating a partnership. You can still do all those things and not lose yourself. I have found that in my relationships, that has been the key, is making sure I have my own interests and not to lose myself in the process and become so consumed by the relationship I'm in that I don't have anything else. That's what you guys need to do too. You need to just let things develop and you need to let things happen. Do not stress about sex on the first date. Do not stress about, oh my God, I can't sleep with him because it hasn't been 30 days. It was even something else I saw. I'm not going to tell you like where this device, where this advice was dispensed from just because I, I don't play like that. It's classless and everybody's entitled to their own opinion of giving relationship advice. But I saw something that I also felt so dangerous about is that one person said, you shouldn't sleep with a guy until he tells you, I love you. Oh my fucking word. Are you kidding? Because that is unbelievable. I would, I don't think that you should have to make somebody say, I love you before you sleep with them. I feel like when I tell somebody I love them, it's because I feel something that I don't feel for anybody else. Duh. I mean, I love you is a term that I feel is so overused and just gets tossed around way too much. When I say I love you to somebody, I truly mean it. And I don't say it to everybody. I may call everybody sweetie or baby and use little terms of endearment like that. But I don't tell everybody that I love them because when I say those words, I want that person to know it means something. Too many people say it too quickly. They get this emotional attachment to it. And once somebody says, I love you, it's taking that relationship to a whole other level that one of you may not be ready for. And some of the worst things that I've gotten from you guys is, Pamela, I told him I love him and he said thank you. Or didn't say anything back. Or just gave me a kiss. Didn't say I love you back. You also have to be prepared for that. It's a brave thing to tell somebody how you're feeling. And when you say those words, you are taking a chance. But I also feel those words have such weight. You should say them when you're feeling it and you can't possibly know that you love somebody on the first or second date. You just can't. So 
to the dating relationship coach that says you should not sleep with a man until he tells you I love you. Pretty, don't, I get really, really frustrated with this just because it's such dating propaganda. To me, that's a mind game. You shouldn't have to trick somebody into saying it. You shouldn't have to wait to hear them say, I love you. I want to go with the chemistry of everything. And when you feel it, I don't think a guy loses that much respect for you. I I don't. I think he respects you just as much on a first date as opposed to day 30. Guys, if I'm wrong, tell me. Tell me your opinion. Tell me what you're feeling. You can do that at Sporty Diva. You can do that on Instagram. You can message me at Pamela underscore Michelle five or on Facebook. I mean, I have plenty of things that I post on Facebook all the time. Send me a private message and tell me, hey, you know what? I slept with this girl on the first date and then I really wanted nothing to do with her. Sex is sex. And I've had friends tell me that You know, I dated this guy for a couple weeks. I slept with him. He never called me again. I dated this guy, went out on a couple dates, slept with him. He never called me again. Couple weeks, couple days. If a guy doesn't want to call you again, he is not going to. He is not going to say, oh, well, she slept with me on the first date. Yep, to the side. Nope, want nothing to do with her. Or, oh my God, she waited 30 days to sleep with me. She must really respect herself. Yep, I'm going to have her in my life for good. It doesn't work that way. Not in my experience, it hasn't. But guys, if you think I'm wrong, I want you to let me know. So hit me up and give me your thoughts about it. Now, we're going to go to bad girl rule number three, which ties in to this whole thing. We all know bad girl rule number one is never beg. You never beg for attention. You never beg for anything. You stand firm in yourself. You know who you are. You own it. And you are fearless about it. Two, be the girl everybody wants, but not the girl everybody has. Seems like it's pretty simple, right? Just because somebody gives you attention doesn't mean you have to send them nude pictures or you have to flirt with them. It's nice to get compliments. I used to be really terrible at taking them. I'm so much better now at taking compliments because I have come to terms with myself, basically. My self-esteem is so much better. My confidence is so much better. And that is bad girl rule number three. Confidence is always sexy. There is nothing, not much sexier than a girl who is confident. You don't need validation from anybody else. When you know yourself and you're owning everything about you, All your little imperfections, the things you need to work on, the things that make you great, that make you stand apart from everyone else. That is confidence and that is sexy. Not everybody is going to think you're beautiful. 
not everybody is going to want you and that's okay. It's totally okay. People have their own preferences. Some guys like shorter girls, other guys like taller girls, some guys like this, some girls, you know, like guys who have muscles. There's something for everybody and everybody has their own attraction. But the one thing people are attracted to are people who know themselves. When you know yourself and you're confident, you radiate that energy. You walk into a room and you own that room. Everybody wants to look at you because what you're bringing into that room is this light, this energy of, I need to get to know that person. Uh, confidence is so underrated. And I know it's really cliche to say guys like a confident woman. Well, duh. Nobody wants anybody that's going to be needy all the time and constantly need to be complimented. Compliments are nice to get. So guys, don't think just because your chick is confident that you don't need to tell her, wow, I love the way you wear that. Or you know what I think is really sexy? When you have your hair up and you just are so comfortable and ready to go and we can just go play a couple rounds of golf or go bowling or just we're ready to go and you make me laugh. There's something that is attractive about that. Well, of course there is because you're happy you're smiling and it shows, it reflects. So never be afraid to try something new, to wanna be different. Different is good and different sets you apart. When you are different and confident and you embrace that, it's amazing what's going to go around your universe. So embrace it, girls. Guys, too. Bad girl rules are not just for girls. They can be for guys, too. Bad girl rule number three. Confidence is sexy. Thanks so much, guys, for listening today. The show is now on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Please go download the show. Subscribe. Toss me a like. I'd really appreciate it. You know, I love the interaction you guys are giving me. And... I hope going forward that you continue to send me these emails, DMs, and all this stuff because the feedback has been tremendous. Go to iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Toss me a like. Thank you to Sweet Treat Lingerie and Reaper's Brew Coffee. I love, love the backing. So, till next week, guys.